everybody, this is uh, Future Brandon. Um, I just want to let you know that the uh, the layout of this podcast is a little bit rough. Um, I tried to work on something before the podcast and I actually ran out of time, so I kind of put a put a little shape right in the middle of our layout. Um, if you're an audio listener right now and you're not, not even worried about the visuals, then this means literally nothing to you. Um, thanks for listening, everybody. We appreciate the, uh, the support. So uh, this episode's absolutely amazing. Um, you'll you'll want to listen to it the whole way through. So anyway, thank you guys. All right, bye. Hi, welcome to the Required Podcast. Milestone episode 10, surprisingly. Yay, wow. we've reached double digits. It doesn't sound like much, but it's been like four months. <laughs> yeah. And I'm proud of everybody. Um, I'm proud of Required. We're proud of you. Oh, well, <laughs> I'm proud of you. Oh, oh hugs. Oh. All right, bearded. All right, bearded. All right, bearded. Go. Oh, oh. oh hey, I'm bearded. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Cody. I'm Ethan. Whoops, forgot I needed to use my real. And name. we have a special guest today <laughs> with us. Go ahead. Hey, I am Super Duper Garrett Cooper, and I make a game called Black Ice. That's amazing. And it's very, an amazing game. I love very it. Very so fun much. game. All right, let, fangirl. Everybody just go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Me and Bearded didn't want to stop playing. It was like 345. We were like, oh, okay, we got to get off here. You ready? It was so fun. Can I kick this off with a real quick story about go for Black it. Ice? All right. So when I first saw it and I first met Garrett, um, I was actually working at a game store here in Austin. And we met again at PAX South. And we've met a couple of times since then. But, um, I have motion sickness, like bad motion sickness. I can't play most first-person shooters, things like that. And when I jumped into Black Ice the first time, and I got this blink ability, I think is what it's called, I immediately just, oh, it was so bad. So the next time I saw him, I talked to him, and I was like, hey, is there any, like, are there any plans for something, you know, for people with motion sickness? Because this really sucks. I can't use this awesome ability because I get, and it's gross. And he's like, huh, you know, let me see what I can do. And he invited me to the Black Ice Discord. And what was it, two weeks later, maybe, there was not only um, motion sickness accessibility options in the build he sent me, but there was also colorblindness accessibility oh, wow. options. And they were, it was so cool. It became a whole different game. And all of a sudden, I'm playing and I'm playing and I'm playing. And oh, look, it's 3.45 in the morning. Shit, I have work tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> I was saying those, those royalties were, you know, it's, where they at. Yeah. No, I'm <laughs> <laughs> oh, we were joking about that earlier. Um, yeah, the first time I ever saw anything about Black Ice was um, what was it? We we're heading to PAX, and mind you, uh, the rest of us are from Kansas, except for Beard. Beard's like New Mexico. So anyway, I'm, we're we're flying over to Texas, and Gulf's like, oh yeah, we have uh, I have this you know game developer dude that I know, and he's got the you know he's making his game, and you should go check it out. I'm like, totally. We're there all weekend, and you know, uh, it was one of those things where, like you turn a corner and like it like stood out to everything else because everything else. The is Hallelujah just, like, chorus came up yeah, and it's. Oh. I guess. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm 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 just trying to tone down my fangirl a little bit, but that the color scheme, <laughs> the color scheme, the music, it. and everything was right up my alley, and I was just like, I need to I need to get that game. I need to go yeah. talk to that dude and see what what this is all about. And I, Mind you, uh, Garrett was super busy at the time, and I totally get it. That that place was <laughs> sardine packed. It was nuts. But uh, it oh was my a lot gosh, fun. I, yeah. yeah go ahead. It's so hard to talk to people at conventions. Like I always want to, but it's like you know, I I need water. Like I desperately need a break. Like I don't yeah. want to stand anymore. <laughs> and there's also it, ten people I have to talk to at the same time. So is yeah, it hot in the conventions? I would imagine. Uh, um, it's not 
hot so not too bad no yeah it's just that like when you stand up and you're talking to people loudly all day because you're trying to get over your voice the shout casting booth next to you yeah so i'm just like chugging gatorade you know yeah just thousands of people walking around just heat everywhere well, that's I need to go to whenever, whenever I find your booth, Garrett, I'm always like, hey, how's it going? Okay, I'll bye. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be that person that like monopolizes your time, but every time I, I see the booth, I just kind of, ah! and then, okay, I'll, I'll just leave you alone now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I always want to talk to people for longer, but like, it's, it's so painful because then like, you know, while I'm doing that, somebody's having a problem in the demo and i'm just like oh no 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 you you have to read the instructions to play the game and then like <laughs> yeah, reading, yeah. Reading sucks. <laughs> i hate this game it's why there's a tutorial <laughs> yeah you'd be surprised it's usually the adults yeah. that don't read the kids are great at it mm-hmm. yeah, oh, they yeah, like learning, with needing yeah. to read instructions you know we grew up with yeah. that because our parents even... didn't know how to work a micro uh a uh smartphone or whatever the first time so i didn't yeah. even think of that you basically get to run your own test when you have your own game at a convention on like what mm-hmm. demographic you know demographics de- what what you kind of see you know what they what they lean towards on certain you know ui styles and play styles and totally I, and I was, we've refined most interesting yeah like we've refined the demo so much from like what people can understand how quickly they're able to get into things like Conventions are super helpful for that. Although you do have to watch out for the convention trap. Have y'all heard about this? No. I've only been no, to one convention, so I, yeah. Okay, so this is this is not like for people at conventions. It's for game developers. It's that like it's really easy to make a, uh, for instance, like a split screen competitive game and have it show at conventions extremely well because it's a great environment for conventions. People are already there with all their friends. Oh, I got yeah, you. Yeah, so they're competing against each other. Right, and that's great, but then you take that game and you try to sell it, and everybody's like, "Oh, well, like my friends aren't over." <laughs> yeah, gonna... yeah. Oh, but you need a single-player aspect changes. to it. Yeah, yeah in a lot of cases, you do. Sorry. No, you're right. Yeah, the, the the audience is not necessarily there in the same way that you might think from being at a convention and watching a game show. So what kind of te- what kind of changes have you made to the demo after displaying this game, presenting this game at multiple conventions? Because you've been to, sorry for the robot voice, um, at least two or three PAX Souths plus RTX and things like that. So I mean, you've gotten a lot of input from from your players. So what changes have you made? <laughs> I want to say we've been to ten. Or or five packs Souths, five RTXs, uh, one nice. one packs East, and two Gamer Xs in San Francisco. That's um, awesome. So yeah, yeah, it's been crazy, and I don't know if we're gonna keep doing conventions. It's it's very tiring. Um, <laughs> I can imagine. But, yeah, uh, but yeah, some of the things that we've changed. Um, I used to have like, did y'all ever play Diablo three on consoles? Oh God, yeah. Not, not on console, oh, yeah. but I've played the living hell out of Diablo. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, like I I love Diablo. Um but I you know, I always played Diablo 2 on PC and yeah. then, you know, it was really interesting to see how they would do it on consoles, right? So they had that cool like radial menu that you can like very quickly go through your gear and apply it to things. Um and I had a similar thing a while ago and it worked if somebody explained it to you or like if you had enough time to figure it out, but like nobody could figure it out at conventions. Mm. So yeah. So I switched to a kind of like Minecraft style where it's a virtual cursor or like Destiny, you know. 
Yeah, I think your your um, inventory works. <clears throat> it's 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 easy to use real quick. Like it's not like you got to move stuff too much. It's, once you get the initial things in your inventory, it's super easy to just if you get something good, you just plop it up there in the better spot. Like it, it take take away from the old one and put the better one in there. It's super it's super convenient. It's very easy to learn. I like it. <clears throat> yeah, thank you very much. And yeah, and a is... lot of that was what are people hesitating on? Because like watching them at conventions is really great for seeing. Oh, I bet. I was going to say that that feedback from Cody is he literally just played <laughs> the game for the first time ever for what, 30, <laughs> I, 45 minutes? I mean, <laughs> well, I probably played for an hour, but yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, around there. But it's it's just it just flows like the game flows like you never have to you hit E, go to your inventory and it's like you can do anything you need to real quick and it you're back in beaten servers like it's it's very quick you never have to stop and do a lot of stuff it's it there's no time consuming stuff yeah i didn't really, I nice. didn't really have any <laughs> hinders playing the game I'm... no it's just fast movement it's just constant it's fun and i appreciate games that game developers and whatnot that try something new with their interface you know like oh hey this this makes sense and this makes it but there's there's certain buttons that pardon my language you don't fuck with you know, yeah. you don't change Wasa to XD, whatever the bottom row is. I can't remember off the top of my head. You know, like a couple of games I've played. Like, why? Why would you do that? We have, as gamers, <laughs> yeah, when the... we play on keyboards, we know where all of these buttons are in regards to Wasa. So, so don't, don't, don't mess with that. And I think it's a good idea to do something. You know, okay, yeah, E is the button that everybody uses for interact, inventory, whatever. And I'm glad that we don't have to relearn those basic keys in order to play something like black ice or like, you know, something like yes. that. Cause you just yeah. step into it. Okay. Now I can learn what's specific to this game. Now I can learn the commands that are going to be special to this experience. And now I'm going to play for six hours straight and forget to pee, you know, <laughs> literally. Yeah. I... Well, please, please don't do that. And don't forget your heart medication. <laughs> like that one guy. There seriously was some, there was somebody on the Steam forums that was just like, yeah, so I'm like 60-something, and I really <laughs> like the game, and I have to like be careful, because sometimes I forget my heart meds. Oh, my and... God. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> yeah, he survived. Was it was close, but he survived. He's going to have to put the, uh, the black ice skull on his gravestone, you know, when yeah. he does finally go. I don't need that. I don't need it on my conscience. <laughs> Well, the first thing I thought of uh, when I saw your game was I was like, man, I, w I really wonder if he's had anybody who's had like a seizure or anything, because it's a lot. It's a lot of flashy colors and not a lot of sharp yeah. effects, I'd say. But I mean, I don't yeah, know. Do but have, people, still... have people voice their concerns at conventions about it? They're just like, hey, I like your game, but I, I just can't look at it. <laughs> yeah, that's actually a lot of people will say like, oh, no, this is going to like half of the comments of the people that don't like it will be like, oh, that's seizure inducing. And I'm just like, oh, well, gotcha. <laughs> um, not really. Yeah. No, Welcome but I time. have had some, some people talk to me and, and, you know, it's, it's not that, you know, it's similar to motion sickness. It's not something that's like super affecting them, but you know, maybe they do have some form of epilepsy and they say like, Hey, is there anything you can do to, um, it lower the contrast of things. Yeah, unless they turn down the colors a little the bit. Effects. Right. So I do actually have a photosensitive mode that changes everything to where there's no grid on the ground. It's just one solid color, and the buildings are solid colors too. Oh, um, that's cool. Which makes it a lot 
more palatable for a lot of people. Although I think it's currently broken. I need to fix that. <laughs> nope, <laughs> nobody's complained about it. So uh, it's not high on the priority list, but I will get to it eventually. <laughs> so real quick, because we just kind of like jumped into this, the game that Super Duper Garrett Cooper oh, made is called Black Ice. It's available on Steam. Um, what what other platforms are on sale? On? Right yeah, now. the one that gives you a better <laughs> cut. Oh yeah, uh, it's on itch.io, where it's also on sale. Um, yeah, technically it's on Humble too, but honestly, probably itch.io or um, or Steam is your best bet. Uh, the yeah, it's twenty five percent off right now on both sites. Oh, nice. And so, real quick, I want to read the uh, the description just for the for the listeners who haven't heard of this game before. I've got the Steam page up. We will link it if you're on YouTube. We'll throw the link in the in the description. Uh, quote. Jack into cyberspace at light speed in this FPS looter shooter. Play solo or jump into online co-op slash PVP with up to 10 people. Hack mega cores. Outmaneuver their AI defenses and steal their procedural loot to customize your arsenal of synergistic weaponry. Think Borderlands meets Tron. Hack the planet. I love Thank that. you. That'll be, uh, that'll be 50 Kill bucks. Kill it, <laughs> <laughs> I just love the description, great. especially like... The mega cores, hack the mega core, and the procedural loot. At first, when I read that, I had no idea what that actually meant. And then I jumped in, and I was like, oh, it's Diablo. Okay. Oh, okay, I get it. Because I'm a fan <laughs> of the game, usually, so I didn't get it. Yeah, I try not to mention other games too much, but like Borderlands meets Tron gets the point across so quickly that I just it can't stop. It definitely oh matches it. Did the colors are so cool. I love it. I think he hired this guy on the reviews. He says, I am super duper excited about Black Ice. <laughs> I think that's playing into his name a little bit too much. <laughs> now, um, right now, Steam Cell's on. It's on for another seven days. And uh, right now, it's 11.24, which is pretty good. So. Well worth it. Like, over, over worth it. Like, yeah. wait and buy it at full price. Yeah. It's worth it. <laughs> no, no, just, just wait game. eight days, then buy it at full price. I have a really really now this is a hot button amongst like our hosts here now okay as soon as i start saying this everyone's gonna jump on me so so you're on steam right now what would be the chances and what you would do if epic games came over to you and said hey we want you on our store would what what would be your thought on that would you go to another platform um i guess if they, i don't know if they would pay more i don't know what the cuts are you're the developer but yeah well i mean their their cuts are definitely better um but that's the thing is they haven't proven themselves as a store that can actually sell a lot of units yet for games that aren't um free to play necessarily no well uh, games that aren't known already right so right. oh yeah. yeah right so you know the thing is, like, I've already sold a lot of copies on Steam in early access. If it was just, like, listed on Steam for people to wishlist, that would be one thing. But because I've already sold copies, even if I did get on Epic, I would have to still, like, maybe take it off sale on yeah. Steam. Yeah. But, but still, like, give people that bought it all the updates to on Steam, even if I was on Epic, you know, uh, as an exclusive for the next... You know, they, they do, like, a year exclusive. Um mm. But yeah, they basically have to pay me either in direct money or uh, guaranteed like market. Yeah, they make it an exclusive. Yeah, right. That Otherwise, makes sense. It wouldn't make sense to do that. Yeah, because yeah, we you're already uh, getting drive on Steam. So <clears throat> yeah, we were curious about that because uh, we've been seeing a lot of 
um, games make the transfer from Steam to Epic. And I was like, oh, this would be a perfect chance to actually ask a developer, you know, what what would it happen? You know, games like Rocket League are moving over. And uh, what was another one? Like Chivalry? I think, you know. Chivalry is? I think I Chivalry 2 hmm. going to Well, Epic then games. Borderlands 3 is going to be... Borderlands like in, 3 is definitely going over. Yeah. Yeah, Satisfactory like, is on there. Satisfactory, Sunken yeah. Si- or Sinking Cities on there. Um, There's a lot. Oh, wow. I I went to the front page just to kind of check out what they had, and like the first yeah. five games listed in a row, I was like, God, no, fuck, yeah. no, I want that. See, Shit. and I think that their mod, their um, their whole thing has to be their model of doing that has to be. They have to pay these people up front. I don't think enough people see like. Like he's saying, they have to pay him a an amount up front, or it's not worth switching from Steam to them. Which it kind of makes sense because they're they're totally. showing out all this money for, you know, the World Cup and all the stuff they're doing. So to bring developers over, it would make sense if they are shelling out money for the games up front. I mean, they got to do something with all that Fortnite money, right? Yeah, God, <laughs> hundreds of millions. It's insane. Now I did I did have another question for you, Garrett. Um, regarding the platform that you do release on did having steam available and things like that when you were developing for the the game were you developing it to work on steam specifically were you developing to be kind of platform agnostic um did you have to change anything um when you released it on itch.io like what was the process there as far as that's concerned oh yeah well um so itch.io was first actually um, that was where I launched, um, and I didn't know if the game was going to sell at all. People were like, hey, you should you should put it up. I'm enjoying this. Um, so I put it up there for like $5, but I let people pay a little bit extra if they wanted to, to get like their name in the game or to get like an item made in the game with them, which oh, in cool. hindsight, I, I priced way too cheaply. It was $20 at first. <laughs> uh, so I actually still have a list that I need to go through and finish all of those. <laughs> um, but I'm not going to forget about them. Um, but yeah, so um, I started on Itch. Um, the thing with developing for other platforms is like, in order to support all of those features, like none of them are co um, like interdependent. Like you, you can't. Like what I did is I built like an achievement system into Black Ice, and then that achievement system can push to Steam where it's mirrored, right? Like you do have to include like extra plugins in order to interface with Steam. Oh, gotcha. Okay, so you built it to kind of work on any platform that is was it the API connects to? Well, that's the thing, but that's what I'm saying. There's not a single API, right? So. I have to incorporate Steam's API, and if I ever got on the Epic Store and they have achievements there, I'd have to, you know, hook into oh. their API. Well, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. I didn't realize that Steam achievements were so in depth. I mean, I don't, I don't know a whole lot about development myself. It's just, I thought that was just something I just kind of like attached on, and just like, yeah, just here's a list of stuff you want to, you know, do and. Yeah, I mean, they've, they've got a suggested list of things that they want you to do. Like, they say, like, oh, okay. oh you really need to do trading cards because that actually, like, makes a difference in the sales that you're going to get on your game. Um, right. A surprisingly large difference, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, like, it, it's not super complicated to get achievements working, but, like, I was looking into uh, workshop support for certain things, and not only do I have to build all of the hooks into the game to make the mods work for that um, with to whatever extent that it, you know, I want to do for my game. But on top of that, you can't just like 
have Steam let people upload things directly on Steam. You have to be able to do it from within the game or from within like a third party pro or like another program that you also put up on Steam to like validate the third party stuff, the mods. Oh. Like, it was like a big headache. I was kind of surprised. <laughs> I thought Steam just handled all that. That's crazy. Yeah. I had this mental image of just going opening up like the developer Steam web page and it being like WYSIWYG, you know, enter your achievement name. Upload picture, katink, enter the flavor text, you know, and then send right. it as triggers. <laughs> totally. You know, like that. That's what I was thinking. It, that That is how it works on that end, but in order oh. to actually trigger the achievement from within the game, you have to be able to tell Steam, okay, this is, hey, Steam, I'm talking to you. I'm authorized for this user. Um, this is the achievement that they just were great. Oh, and then that, tell, wow. that fires on Steam's side. Mm. And, oh, okay. So it's kind of half... WYSIWYG half get your elbows, you know, roll your sleeves up to your elbows and get dirty kind of coding. Totally. Um, and I will say that, like, Steam is notorious among developers for having a rather antiquated backend. Um, it has not been updated recently. Uh, at, least, at least not for most. Oh, you cut off ever so slightly at the end there. Uh, at least not for most things. I was going to say Itch.io has a much better backend because it's new, you know. Newer site, yeah. That's crazy. And it's such a fun game, and it works so well. It's so fun. It's one of the few like early access style games that I was playing that didn't crash like multiple times when I'm trying to play it. And I tried everything I could to break it just to see <laughs> if I could, you know, throw it into window mode, too. borderless <laughs> mode, change the resolution, you know, change my computer's resolution to kind of crash it a little bit, you know, just tried to, you know, see how solid it was, you know, because if I could give any feedback, I wanted to. That's exactly I what I was trying to do. Everything, and I could not break this damn game. It was awesome. <laughs> well, thank you so much. Yeah, I mean, I, I really have spent a lot of time bulletproofing it, especially since, like, so I have two branches on Steam. I have, like, the live version that everybody can get to, but for people that want to get the newest stuff sooner, I have, a like, a test branch, um, oh. but anybody can access it. Um, and I do patches, you know, about every week onto the development branch. Um, but I hadn't actually updated the live version since like August <laughs> until this week. So that's just what the forums like, were saying. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> that's why people were like, is this game dead? It's like, yeah. I, yeah. I went, it's I like, no, forums. it's not. And the first, the top one, it says, he lives. <laughs> I seriously thought you vanished forever. And I was like, okay, that makes sense. And now, people who listen, now you know where he's at. There you go. Yeah, I, I mean, that's awesome. Awesome. updated copy on Steam for sa on sale. <laughs> or itch.io. Yeah, it's, it's, I didn't realize how many people just would not ever look at the Steam forums and see that I've been updating all the time or, like, not come to the Discord. Like, there's a lot of people that just thought the game was not being worked on for so long. Oh, wow. Yeah, any that game that I, I, I like on Steam. <laughs> I have to jump back on there. <laughs> oh, it's all good. Oh, if you don't the want Black to. Ice Discord. I, I know it's hard to, like, everybody's in a million discords, and it's like, which one am I in for right here? Like, <laughs> Yeah, it gets crazy. Um, but yeah, I try not to ping everybody unless it's something important, like a big patch or something. Um, but yeah, no, needless to say, my new plan is to patch the live version a lot more often. <laughs> well, now, what, um, what previous oh, to now, what, what kind of denote, what 
What? Sorry. Scoot into um, your microphone. Okay. Uh, am I better? <laughs> yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, you're good. You're good. Um, See, are we whispering what? now? Yes. ASMR. Everyone whisper. Yeah. <laughs> required. Um, so what, previous to now, I mean, you said you're going to be updating it more often, but previous to now, what was like the break point for when you updated the live version versus just throwing it out on the uh, um, the test one? Um, like, would it, did you just say, okay, like every five updates, okay, check, it's stable, cool, I'm going to push that. Or is it, I'm going to do all these little things, and then once I'm done with this big thing, then I'm going to push that live. Or what, on your end, what denoted when you would update live versus just do the test one? Oh, yeah. So it was supposed to be just whenever I did something big and then had enough testing on it that other people, you know, like since I put it on the dev branch, people can actually go and test it for me, which is great. Um, and it's super helpful and I couldn't get the game done otherwise. Like the bulletproofing is it's all because of them. Um, but yeah, so I would try to get something big done, get a little bit of testing and get it on there. But the problem is I would get too excited and be like, well, while they're testing that, might as well add this other thing. And then it just kind of snowballed from there. So there's still passion in this game development. There's still love and affection. That makes me happy. A lot of oh, games that have played have just disappeared. You know, they say, oh, yeah, we're going to do five episodes. You get to two episodes in, and all of a sudden it's like, yeah, well, real life happens. Bye, you know. But to see a game that's... Thanks for the Kickstarter money. This... Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, how, how long has this game been out? When did you release? Uh, so I put it up um, on Itch.io uh, about five years ago. It was in 2014 in, I think, June. Oh, wow. Yeah. Happy anniversary. And then Steam was July. <laughs> July oh, it is, actually. Happy yep. birthday month. Oh, you know what? I think you're right. I think it, I think Itch.io was maybe March, now that I'm thinking about it. And Steam oh. was July. And I, yeah, I just I didn't remember. Because I, I was doing, um, when I put it up on Itch.io, I also did Greenlight, which was a thing at the time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Um, yeah, it was, you know, back then it was hard to get onto Steam. Um, and I was really proud that we got through eventually. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, it, one of the, the great things about it being such a big game is, and also it being set in cyberspace is that, you know, I'm not really constrained by any sort of like reality to things. So if I think of something really cool that maybe other people might go and like try to make a, a whole game around, I can just be like, oh, I'll just make that like an item in Black Ice. <laughs> so yeah, it's I'm... still oh. early access after, sorry, CR. It, it's still in early access. What are the plans? What is, what? when are you going to like fully release it? Are you going to fully release it? Like what's, what's going, what's that? about i guess totally i am but i'm also like terrified of fully releasing it because then people will judge it on a whole different like scale of things um mm. but yeah the the idea is i'm gonna make it um so we've got quests mostly is what we're doing now and then i also am i've actually already started on a bounty system it's not in the game yet but in the back end i've started putting the code in um but the the thing is, like, I, I feel like the core loop is good. I can always add more to it with more items and things. And, and actually making items is my favorite part. But on top of that, you know, you need the outer loops to the game design, right? So you need the, the immediate, like, not just am I hacking this one thing, but, like, what's my objective in this particular area? Yep. So that's where quests and bounties come in um, or will come in. 
Um, and then on an outer loop around that is I really want to encourage people to make a bunch of different types of characters and just really play around with all of the, the possibility space that the game has. Um, because a lot of games have trained people, like you make one character, you play it through once, and you beat it. And that's not how I played Diablo 2, and that's not how I want people to play my game. Mm -hmm. That's interesting. That's an interesting approach. Because a lot of people are going for that, get a thousand hours on your, your main character, make your canon character, you know, that sort of thing. Totally. And, and I get that. And there's a lot of games that work really well for that. But, you know, my game is maybe closer to a roguelike in that way that like roguelikes are run based a lot of games are single character based and somewhere in between those is my game where i want it to be character based if that i dig it sorry cr i cut you off like three times so far this no <laughs> no you're answering all, you're, you're asking all the right questions is there mm -hmm. a difference between uh full like i know fully released game and early access are two separate things but do you get put into a different category when you fully release, or or is that just uh, just like a tag, really? That you know, basically says um, that hey, we're constantly updating, um, and then like full release is just like hey, we're we're gonna release like a patch every like three months or something. Yeah, like a random DLC or something. Uh, you'd be surprised, actually. There's kind of been an expectation that I've heard from some of my friends that have released their games fully lately is that even if it's an indie game and there's barely anybody working on it and they release it, th there's still a weird expectation from a lot of people that yeah. the game is just going to keep getting updates. And that's right. not really something that used to be, be there. Yeah, like you get alpha versions of games and then beta versions. And, and then once it's released, you're like, okay, where's everything else? Like, but that's the game. But if people play it from the alpha, from the very beginning to when it gets released, they just keep expecting new things. And, and all this, but then you want to focus on another game or, or big updates for the game a few months later. Like, but <clears throat> totally get where people get weird. Yeah. No, exactly. Yeah. Right. And that's one thing I was going to say. I do. You guys think that Epic has trained people in that in that manner? Because they do a big update every week. I mean, I that's mean... crazy. And apparently, there are some <laughs> uh, <laughs> employees working way too hard. Uh, uh, work yeah. issues. Yeah. 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 We we talked about that a couple times on the cast. I don't even think it's Epic, though. That's the thing is like Big EA game industry, and yeah. Yeah, yeah. Activision and things like that. Like, you know, oh, I, it's time for the new map pack. It's first, you know, what is the cute Call of Duty, whatever. Um, you know, you expect to get a new, uh, uh, sorry, a new map pack every three months or something like that. And they've got to be fully fleshed out and things, you know, so. Yeah, no bugs. Speaking it to an extreme, but yep. yeah, we've been trained like this for a while, I think. Those are AAA yeah. games. It's kind it's, of it's rough. Mm -hmm. It's called games as a service in the industry. Mm -hmm. And yeah, all the AAA games want to be the one game that you play forever, right? Like they're they're trying yeah, to ridiculous. be ridiculous. Yeah, <laughs> they're trying to compete with like soccer, not other games. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to be the sports of this whole genre, like you know. And they've succeeded. That's the weird thing is you know Call of Duty to an extent, yeah, things like that, yeah. Especially with um, esports, literally, they've t they've turned it into soccer, you know. They really have the whole tournament style. It's all based mm -hmm. off that. You got to get teams. A bad player, you get rid of. Like all this, it's the same exact thing as a sports team. Pretty crazy. They still pack arenas. It's it's totally. insane. Well, but like not even just on the level of being an esport, but like on the level of this is my hobby. Like mm -hmm. you know, you could be a guy that watches football or soccer or whatever. Or yeah 
all of those, or you can be somebody who plays League of Legends all the time. Oh yeah. Mm. Thanks. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> and then you eventually, once you play it forever, you want updates. You want all this stuff to make the game better because you want to play that game all the time. I want to see puts more pressure on people. I want to see the very first Black Ice tournament that happens, like the big, like large scale, like DreamHack Central Arena thing or whatever. I'm bringing a Vuvuzela and I'm blaming you, Garrett. I would be, I would be so... that stupid joke in the game. Just in the, in the background for. Oh no, that'd be funny. Make, make, make it as a creature. You can hear it coming a mile away. What is that? He's so strong. I need to. I need to practice before I go to that tournament. And that would be bizarre. Like, oh, it's DreamHack, blah, 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 you know, CSGO, and then we got Black Ice on the main side. I'd be like, uh, that's very cool, but where did that come from? <laughs> oh, yeah, everybody would be so confused. Yeah, but, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm really focusing on the, like, making you feel powerful in this game and letting you progress, yes. which is really an antithetical to yeah. any sort of esports bounce. I love, I love how, at the beginning, you start at zero and you can't go up. You have to earn your way up. To kind of prove that you're strong enough to fight those. I love that aspect of it. It's pretty cool. I, I have a stupid question. <laughs> um, a lot of companies have been doing this. Garrett, do you have any plans to make Black Ice a Battle Royale game? <laughs> <laughs> you totally could, too. It's ridiculous. <laughs> you really could. Maybe as an April Fool's joke at some point. <laughs> Just like one day. Able to... <laughs> Yeah, it it would lag all to hell because the networking code is just super yes. not set up for that. <laughs> but like, I theoretically could just turn up the number of players that can join a game and just make it to where there's only one game and yeah, just, just everybody PvP. has to join yeah. it. That'd be oh cool. That'd be, It'd be a fun little game. You just gotta go find the best gun. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah, but yeah, back cool. back to like releasing and things. Um, it's I. I would love to be able to keep supporting the game after release, but like, you know, if not enough people are playing it, it doesn't make sense for me to like spend my time doing that. Although, mm -hmm. you know, given that I still have a day job, like I can afford to do that where other games, and that's why I've been able to make the game for so long. Yeah, that makes sense. Totally. Um, and, you're... but like little indie games that, that don't have an ongoing revenue stream of any sort, like to expect more updates from them is ridiculous. Yeah, it's yeah, just pure passion. Well, that's uh, the thing like as a consumer grinding I, yeah I, you could give me a whole list of developers i couldn't tell you which one was struggling you know i don't look at stats or anything like yeah you know, but I, I don't demand things from them but at the same time if you were like which one of these is you know the struggling developer and which one who you should leave alone and i'd be like i, I have no idea i haven't the slightest oh yeah totally and i feel like a lot of that is because people focus on their branding in like a company way now even if they're just into yeah yeah you almost have to to kind of be everything so like big letters look at me red arrows like and then it gets someone's attention for 20 seconds and they go click on you and then that's another person in that area and then everyone else that doesn't do that they don't get the same draw with the attention spans and everything <clears throat> yeah totally but like that's why i've started like putting in the game like hey this is actually made by just like one dude and yes. he's got some help from some other people like um awesome. to be fair my friend nana decimal works on it you know almost as much as i do um but yeah that's why i put that calendar picture into the game as the splash screen now <laughs> yeah i booted it up yesterday and i was like oh that's new. <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah, I really want people to know, like, hey, it's, you know, it's mostly just me. And, you know, if they want to subscribe to the Patreon, that's great. Like, I'd I'd love to be able to, you know, just run the game on Patreon and just give free updates to everybody at some point. Like, that would be awesome. Yeah, Yeah, that'd be crazy. I just, while we have a moment, you can shout out a couple links if you like. On where they can everything. find you and everything, yeah. I mean, we'll do it and at the end. We can put them in the description. Yeah, I mean, we'll, okay. we'll, put, them, we'll put them everywhere, but sure. hearing them vocally, you know, people can... Yep. You know, because this is an audio cast. Yeah, totally. Um, well, so I go by Super Duper Garrett Cooper, and the short version of that is Super Duper GC. Um, so superduperGC.com is my website um, that goes to the Black Ice website, and it'll have links to all those other things, but also, you know, Patreon, Super Duper GC, uh, Twitter, SuperDuperGC. Oh. And if, if you just oh. Google Black Ice Game, you'll find it for sure. Wait, what happened? Very fun game, everyone. Mm-hmm. Fun alone, fun with friends. It's a very fun game. Yeah, but regular yeah, Black know. Ice is not fun. So don't do that. <laughs> no, that is horrible. <laughs> but yeah, so. please, please drive safe, everyone. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> How many times That's has somebody great. made that joke to you? I'm genuinely curious now. Uh, I don't get that one. You are the first. <laughs> I, you know, the joke I get the most is, "Hey, I found some bugs in your game because they're all oh, spiders." Oh god! Oh, <laughs> that is right, roll credits, everybody. Wow, yeah. episode is over. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> no, that's terrifying. That's what that is. It is terrifying, because some of them fly at you and it freaks me out. Oh, <laughs> bad. Those I mean, yeah. Well, one of the reasons that I've got all those bugs is because, I mean, for one, you know that you need to shoot them, right? As soon as mm-hmm. you- yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but on top of that, also, like, you know, I actually do get night terrors sometimes. And when I do, it's almost always some sort of bug. Oh, Oof. that's cool. You kind of just put it in your game then, like you designed it off that. Yeah, it's kind of cathartic for me to be able to yeah, just shoot them all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, shoot them all. Kill all the spiders. Yeah, it's like, oh, I can actually defend myself. That's good. Yeah, being frozen awesome. in fear and half asleep. You know, that's actually a good question. What did inspire uh, Black Ice? Where did it? Where did it come from? I mean, I'm assuming there's at least some. You've seen Tron at least. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, I love, <laughs> I love the visuals of Tron. The original as much as the new one, which is Same. gorgeous. Um, yeah, that it's so good. So yeah, but like other than the visuals, also like so uh, when I started working on this game, it was 2013, and I had just um, I'd been laid off and I had to move across country, uh, and so I didn't have any friends when I was living in California, and my friend suggested that I make. A game in Unity, or just to play around with it, and so I just I started messing around in there. Um, also, similarly around that time, um, Diablo three had come out, and having been a huge Diablo two fan, I was a little disappointed in the initial release of oh, Diablo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Tell me about it. I was oh, right yeah. there with you, man. <laughs> oh, I still I mean, stuck I think... with it, but you know, <laughs> totally. I mean, we played way too much of it, but like, I mean, that game has become a really fun game in its own right, but it's not mm-hmm. the same, you know? Right. So, um, you know, I was a little disappointed in that. And so when I started making my own game, I was, oh, oh, also at the time, because there were no friends there, I really was trying to, like, I played a lot of board games in Austin, and I loved Netrunner. Um, oh, and I was, okay. 
yeah, that game's fantastic. But my wife got tired of playing it with me. <laughs> <laughs> so she was the only one that I could play with. So I, I couldn't play Netrunner. I couldn't really play Diablo the way that I wanted to play. And I had a whole bunch of free time on my hands. So that all kind of mixed together into, well, I'll just mess around in Unity and follow this tutorial. And so I made this little 15-tile sliding puzzle um, from this tutorial I found on YouTube. And then I realized, like, oh, Unity's got all these, like, assets that you can import for free that just come with Unity. And one of them was first-person character controller. And so I was like, oh, cool. So I dropped that into my scene and hit play. And all of a sudden, I'm using WASD and the mouse. And I'm looking around, standing on top of this puzzle that I had just made. And that's where that's where it came from? And I actually, the same, yeah, Unity project, I just built out from there. The puzzle's still there. You can find it. Oh, oh now I'm going right, well, for it. The... Oh, no. <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> yeah, so That's, it just... That's it, really cool. Thank you. Yeah, Nostalgia. I just... Nostalgia. And the art style came out of what sort of art style can I pull off as really mostly a programmer that, like, you know, I feel like I have an eye for color, but I'm not an artist by any stretch of the imagination. That's yeah. I, don't know, I man. totally this thing get is that. Pretty much art. <laughs> it's definitely really cool, especially how they move and like the lines and everything. It's so clean. It looks. It's very. It's so clean. It looks nice. The um. The one thing that really, really drew me to this is uh, I I have a weird way. I I, I have a, a struggle calling myself an artist. I have a coloring book for Christ's sake. But I'm about <laughs> the abstract style, and I love neon type colors and this and that. And like when I see these like. At the at the booth, I was like, oh, look at these like weird abstract creature looking things. Like, didn't look like anything I've ever really seen before, and that's really that's what really really drew me in. And oh, some of them were yellow, some of them were red and blue, and I thought that was really cool because, again, we talked about like Tron. The Tron movies are some of my absolute favorite movies, especially the older one. Like, it looks stupidly cheesy, but <laughs> I absolutely love it. And then you know with the newer one, and so when I saw that, I was just like. Like whoa, my my brain kind of like exploded a little bit. <laughs> Thank you, and of course you can get the throwing disc in my game too. I love this. I love it. <laughs> my God! All right, well. <laughs> it's one of the first things I got. And I was just whooping. <laughs> bah, 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 bah. I awesome. gotta admit, my favorite weapon is that close range, that shotgun style. Shotgun. Where oh. You get right up into that spider's face or that <laughs> yes. scorpion's face. The scorpion. Oh, Dang, I hate that guy. Oh. It's cathartic. Yeah. You get oh, in yes. there and kill these things that scare the it's shit out of you. So awesome. Life, but... Yeah. Just, uh... So, um, so I, I hadn't played Black Ice basically for let's see, it's probably it's probably been a couple months. I've been waiting for the updates to kind of come through because I, I I played it when uh, when I got back from PAX. I was like, this is a really cool game. I'm gonna wait for him to update it because you know we when we chat with you at PAX, you're like, oh yeah, we're doing updates this and that. I'm like, okay, cool. I'll just sit on it. And uh, yesterday I was. I think it was yesterday, or I, I gosh, I'm, I've lost my sense of time. You were you were, <laughs> you were, you were, you were streaming on uh, on Steam, thousands and, I, and thousands of years ago. Yeah. Good, good, good. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I was I was watching you play. I think it was yesterday, and uh, you're like, oh yeah, there's this enemy that like shrinks the circle, and I was like, I don't remember seeing that in the game, so I got in yesterday, and oh. that little 
excuse me, that little bastard. I was like, where's my circle? I kept falling out. I was like, this circle is so tiny. There was like six of them. What, what, what's happening? Oh, no. Uh, yeah, that's, it's actually not an enemy that does that. It's like a, one of the servers has okay. a security type on it, and that gets randomized every time you play, right? So all the servers will have different types of gotcha. additional security. Like, yeah, like a shrinking circle or a circle that moves or, oh, uh, you know, enemies that drop. Oh, cut off. We haven't again. got there yet, bearded. Mm -mm. Yeah, the um, because yeah, again, when I played, the uh, the servers were basically just they were just one set. They was just, you know, you hack into it, enemies come out, this and that. Um, and since then, I think you've expanded even on the world a good bit. Like it's I saw some like giant. lava, lava it was areas. Huge. Yeah, it looks, it looks really cool, God. especially when you get up somewhere high. And like you're looking down, it's like a little valley area, and it's just like nothing but like a rainbow. Oh god, we didn't get that far. <laughs> oh jeez. Cody and I playing. I know we lost each other a few times. We're just like I don't know. Yeah. Out of the small I area. See. <laughs> I mean, one of my favorite things to do in games that are just kind of like explore and whatnot is try to get into the places where I'm not supposed to be. Yeah. You know, yes. The climbing, yep. the climbing, I love the jumping it. puzzles, things like that, and I think I. I don't remember. I think it was Black Ice where I found something like perched on the top of something else, and it would. It took me like half an hour to get up there, and then I got up there, and it was. Was that? Did Did you have that in there, or am I thinking of something? Else? Yeah, no, totally. There's. Oh, yeah, that was it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there was like a thing that you could kind of spiral jump your way up, um, and those were fun at first. But but now what I've moved towards is just basically anywhere that's up really high. Um, that's kind of hard to get to. I try to put something up there to be like, look, you don't have to go up here, but if you do, good. yeah, <laughs> you earn something good. Yeah, <laughs> wonderful. Yeah, I think. Um, uh, so last time I played, like, oh, I just again, that's probably right after PAX. Um, I think all we had was, I'm gonna try to remember this best I can. We had it was basically just one big old area. There it was pretty big, and then there was like a tower. And that was like the end game, I think. At the th and anyway, there was like this. Yes. Was this enemy, the enemies were like patrolling around the outside, and they would completely destroy me. And now, like, <laughs> as soon as I got to a point where I could actually kill them, that felt super satisfying. I was just like, yeah, because you know, you you grind and you make your way up, kind of thing. And now yeah, that was really cool. <laughs> yeah, Play totally. And, and that's why um, I don't like auto scale the difficulty of the game, even though. You know, games like Destiny do that so that you, like, can go anywhere in the world. Um, but it makes it less satisfying to be able to, like, go back to a place that you've been before and just absolutely yes. crush. You got to earn it. You got to earn your way to that, that tough spot. Mm -hmm. You earn your Kinda win. Dark souls and it feels yeah. fantastic. I don't know. <laughs> did we just say that Black Ice is the Dark Souls of it's cyberpunk gaming? basically the cyberpunk Dark Souls. There you go. Tron, <laughs> Tron meets Dark Souls. You got a new tagline. <laughs> Gotta earn your way. Oh my god, I wouldn't say that, but they did, so... <laughs> Watch awesome. out from software. <laughs> Coming right at you. <laughs> so, so yeah, okay, so you are single developer with a little bit of side help, and then you self-published as well? Yeah, it's just been me running everything. Um, I... You know, I, I have a little bit of help making the trailers and things, but, you know, I run the Steam page. I do all the customer support. I do um, all the bug reports and things. Um, I run the community on the Discord. Yeah. Yeah, so next you, time you're on the you're on the forums and you're like, Garrett, 
Where's my update? You'd be like, listen, dude, I'll, I'll clip this audio for you. I'll give you the file, and then you just post it every time. Just... <laughs> yeah. No, I'm kidding. Yep. It's me. I mean, yeah, a lot of people just, you know, they'll say, like, the devs or whatever, and it's like, mm -hmm. no, it's not really devs. No, they're just dev. <laughs> yeah. Singular, not plural. Well, that's like uh, like the Stardew Valley kind of thing. It's 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 a fun game, and it just it's one guy, and it takes him, you know, months to come up with an update. It's like, so when people look at this game and they're like, well, come on updates. Well, it's one guy, you know, takes time to try and make and it good. Not no bugs. Mm -hmm. When it's good enough that you're willing to wait though. Yes. I mean, that's, yeah. yes. that's the other effect of start the Stardew but, Valley syndrome. Yeah. The updates take a while to get out, but fuck it's, it's you're awesome immediately there playing it. Yep. Yeah. And the game is good even while you're waiting for the update. So you, it's not like you're out of things to do. Yes, exactly. You can always <laughs> it play it again. Yeah. Have you, ever, yeah. have you ever got the and argument? I, I, oh, go ahead. Go ahead, Joy. I was gonna say I love replayability in games, and yes, like I said, with, with Diablo two, that's that's what I loved about it was all the different ways to make your character. Mm -hmm. So that's why you can't respec your character. You do need to go through and try different things. Out. Definitely, I'm all about the. I, I absolutely like. We keep talking about Diablo. Favorite series or one of them, you know. And I totally get the uh, the Diablo feel when I play. Um, what I was going to ask is, uh, do you ever get the, uh, the complaint where it's like, oh, this game looks really simple. Why is it taking so long for updates? Cause it's, you know, it's, you got black buildings, you got your colored outlines. It's all still code that needs to be put in. I mean, it's, I'm just trying to make people understand a little bit. I feel so bad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I haven't had too much about that. I think anybody that plays it seriously knows that there's actually a lot of complexity to it, especially right. with the items and all of everything built in. Um, uh, yeah, there are certain things where they're just like, why don't you just also make it procedural on top of everything else? And it's like, oh. <laughs> have you tried messing with procedurally generated stuff? Well, it actually was originally procedurally generated. Oh, okay. um, but yeah, so I had the world all built out and as you walked, it would generate even more of that, which of course lagged a little bit, um, even though it was really simple. But the problem with that is actually the enemy pathfinding. Oh, yeah, it makes sense. I think it, like, hooked and stuck. Right. Like, in order to have the enemies be able to understand where to go, you have to, like, lay out a whole different data structure on top of everything. And that usually has to scan offline in order to do that. But if you do it at runtime, that lags even more. Um, and there's only so much you can do in that... Um, how do I explain this? It can only be so complicated. Like when, when the world right. was procedural, there were no bridges, there were no overhangs. It was all just essentially a 2D world. It's like Doom. It was really like 2.5D, really. Gotcha. Yeah, I mean, too much, there's too much stuff to process at a you know small amount of time and it just, just too much too much going on. No, yeah, I, I totally get that. Totally. And I of course- I prefer this then. <laughs> yeah, 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 oh yeah. Yeah, and I I love procedurally generated games. I would I would absolutely love to make a full 3D procedurally like real procedural generation, not just like a bunch of rooms that have been pre-built being put together. Um, but yeah, I don't think any other game has really done a real 3D full procedural first-person shooter specifically. So I, uh, it was hubris on my part to. Try. I have. Uh... <laughs> so I'm I'm. There's the challenge. There's the challenge. It's been it's mm. been thrown the gauntlet. Please, somebody do it. I would love to, and 
and and if if you think there's another game that has done this, I bet you they've taken some. Yeah, I um, my train of thought just went off the rails. Whoops. Yeah, you um, had something there. No, yeah, I uh, so I've been on the like the store uh, store page and forums and stuff as we've been chatting, and I was after I just talked about the procedurally generated stuff in the forums. The fourth post down is asking about it, and I'm just like, gosh, dang it! Like, <laughs> I'm using this almost as like a material for questions. Hey, if you want, this is a we're doing a pseudo live uh, customer support. No. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, it's, it's Call in with your questions. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I get there. that, and I get the um, why isn't this game in VR question a whole lot. Do you have any plans on maybe making it VR in the future? Probably a lot of code. <laughs> so that that's the gist of it. Um, yeah. I actually bought an Oculus dev kit before they came out and was like, all right, I'm going to try it out. Let's see how it goes. And while it was terrifying to have the spiders running up to you <laughs> yeah, in I can imagine. <laughs> it's like, oh god, my personal space. Oh no, spiders. Yeah. <laughs> um while that was great, um, you know, there's because there's so much movement in the game in the first place, to do that in VR requires so much like it just it doesn't work. It makes people so sick. Yeah. And if you've played any of the like substantial VR games um, that that are shooter type games, um, they do the they do teleportation if they do movement at all. Some of them do little dashes, but personally that makes me sick. Um, and most of them, like you just you just you're basically building a completely different game. It's essentially a whole it's like a whole other platform to develop for. You know, it's like phone games when they first came out weren't great, but once we figured out how to do swipes and things, it became much better. Right, right. That totally makes sense. I haven't tried VR out yet. Um, a buddy of mine invited me to go play some Beat Saber. Uh, just haven't oh, gotten, oh yeah, haven't gotten you to should. I want to go too. You should. <laughs> yeah. Um, the um, I just got an Oculus Quest, and that thing doesn't even have any wires on it, mm -hmm. and it, it's phenomenal. Ooh, no way. Like, we were talking about that actually. Um, what the other crafter that joins us on our crafting stream he was he's just absolutely in love with that like zbrush i think is the program that he really wants to get for the 3d mm -hmm. model creation things like that it it looks amazing but like you said the whole motion sickness thing would really turn a lot of people off because the one thing that we haven't been able to beat right now is that eye versus motion sort of thing and totally with black ice because you have to stay in the circles and da 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 i mean it kind of makes sense that you'd you know map out your room and and be able to move through that but you're still going to have okay how do i go from server to server if i can't just walk there and teleporting is so slow and it's so unsatisfying especially in such a fast-paced action game totally yeah i mean black ice like doom 2016 the the fps layer is very movement focused it's about ledge grabbing it's about jumping around it's about teleporting um and that just doesn't translate definitely definitely um sorry i'm just browsing the store page i uh <laughs> i'm just looking at updates and such because like i'm to the point where i'm like man now i just i just don't play this for the rest of the night and i don't i don't know i just yeah it's all that. <laughs> cancel your plans ladies and gentlemen get ready to throw it up Joke's on you. I didn't even have any plans. <laughs> I, uh... So is 
Is uh, this game your primary focus, or are you side working on another one? Or, well, I mean, like I said, I have a day job, so this this is my primary focus. Oh, okay, okay, that's good. It now, definitely you... shows. I mean, sorry. Do you have any other like if Black Ice were to be quote unquote finished, which you don't, you don't, I don't think you ever actually reach like a finished state with your baby. You know, the thing that you focus on for so long. But <laughs> oh, if yeah. you were. If you were to start another, uh, if you had another project, if you were to make another game, do you have ideas for something like that? Would you stay in the same vein as Black Ice? I mean, um, if if time wasn't enough, time and money weren't restrictions. <laughs> that is never ever going to be a thing. But uh, <laughs> uh, for, well, first off, you're you're absolutely right. Um, the the saying in games is you you never finish a game, you just release it. Mm-hmm. Because there's always so much more that you either want to add or you could fix or you could tweak. You could make something a tiny bit better here and there. And you just have to, at some point, just say, like, it's good enough. I'm just going to leave that and keep going. Um, and in fact, there, there's a, the other saying is when you're prototyping something, don't make it. Um, you have to make it look really shitty or um, people will just leave it in there as final if you want to improve on it later. <laughs> Oof. Oh, wow. Yeah, especially when working with a big team. But um, of course, I have a million game ideas that I've written down. I've got I've got a Trello board with you know dozens and dozens of cards of uh, different games that I want to make. Um, however, I think it wouldn't make sense for me to make a game that is so different than what I've already made. So, yeah, because if you know, in order to make my next game faster what i would probably do is leverage as much content from black ice as i can yeah right. you almost have to all right black ice 2 coming uh <laughs> yeah like black ice 2 or uh black ice arena pvp or black ice battle yeah. uh, exactly <laughs> Black Ice, uh, top-down action RPG, you know, something. Oh. Black Ice, the point-click adventure game. I'm down. <laughs> Black <laughs> Ice, the visual novel. Yeah. Uh, can we get a movie while we're at it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it plays great with the colors. Yeah. Can you, can you <laughs> yeah. actually get Some... Jeff Bridges to be in it? Oh my God! Yeah, get somebody, get me Taiko ITT, and we'll. we'll get that. <laughs> oh man, he's amazing. God. <laughs> That's that hilarious. That would be awesome. Um, how long have you been developing? So, like I, I started in about 2013. Um, oh. And I, I, you know, I, and I, I started, you know, I started it maybe in the summer, and I was putting up builds on Reddit and like Game Jolt, um, by the fall, and then I started selling it in the spring. So Damn. this is your first big project. Yeah, my my only wow. game I've ever sold. That is awesome. That's incredible. So what do you don't you don't have to answer this if you don't want to, but what do you do as a day job? Does it blend into this? Does it support this as far as your he's also your focus a and your skills or he's <laughs> I don't know. I don't know there's, <laughs> there's some overlap. I'm a um like a hardware test engineer at, at a, a big company that you've heard of before. Oh. Um <laughs> it, Yeah, I um so I do a lot of debugging, and it, it actually it overlaps pretty well with the game. And and of course in college it taught me they taught me how to program, so that helped. 
So when you have a really bad day at work and you just can't get this bug figured out, you jump into black ice, blow some spiders and scorpions and shit away, and then you feel better? Or is it just like... <laughs> I, have a, I have a stupid joke. Oh, I no. mean, sometimes... Oh, no, go for it. What's your joke? Go for the jokes. <laughs> well, you said you uh, you debug a lot of stuff. So does that mean you, you take their bugs and put them in? You know, literally. Yikes. <laughs> literally <laughs> debug <continue>. them. <laughs> No, I would definitely get sued if I took anything. From <laughs> yeah, and yeah, don't do that. that. <laughs> no, but like it, NDAs. It's it, it's nice to like because because sometimes they're like it, you don't get as much of a creative outlet, right? And so to be able to do it here is really yep. Nice. Mm -hmm. I uh. Oops, sorry. I had another thought, and I just <sighs> I, I dropped it again. I'm so I'm so Your bad. It's gone. You it's blew it away gone. like a spider on a level one server. Just well, I'm, <laughs> I'm watching these these gifts that we put in or I put into Discord, yeah. and it's just it's so oh mesmerizing. Gosh. So that bottom one, let me tell you a little bit about why that's so interesting. It's um, so for those of you listening, it's a shotgun killing like five enemies at once. Um, Hold on. That's insane. Sorry. You you kind of can't see them there. They're in a then in a right. Yeah. So to, to be to be fair, that's a pulse shotgun that is shooting out four shot burst there. Um, but uh, the the reason that that's interesting. So I I looked at the original Doom for a lot of um, inspiration for the game. So for instance, the aimbot enemies, the way that they shoot the orbs at you that you have to dodge. That's from that's a basically yes. a Doom thing. Um, but of course, my aimbots shoot a lot more orbs, and they they can jump around and find you know sniper positions and cover and things, um, which is new by the way. Um, but it's hard to get them sometimes. They get up somewhere <laughs> where they shoot an orb, you can't see them. Totally. Um, but the the thing is, I was looking at it and I couldn't figure out why in Doom their super shotgun feels, or, or you know maybe Doom Two, uh, the super shotgun feels so good in comparison to my shotguns. And I was like, well, what is it that they're doing there? And I figured out that because it's so simple. When you kill an enemy in Doom, they essentially just become transparent to bullets. And so one shotgun blast, like if you kill somebody with the first two bullets, right, the bullets don't necessarily pierce through them, but they do let the other shots from the burst go and hit the people behind yes. them. Oh, Does that make sense? Shots. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I was discussing this with some of my friends. Um, so... Um, do you know about Dusk? That's this is my friend David that made Dusk that was talking telling me about this. Mm -hmm. um, Dusk. Yeah. Oh, it's fantastic. By the way, it is a old school retro FPS with a campaign, and it's very. Um, it's got a lot of like horror elements in terms of um, you're fighting dudes with chainsaws and like it, it, he loves oh, yeah. horror movies. It's not like a scary game oh, so much yeah. as that, but uh, yeah. Um, but anyway. Uh, he was telling me that, yeah, like in Doom, they go transparent to bullets and it, and it works really well. And I realized that I had that early on in my game where the enemies essentially just disappeared as soon as you killed them. But I added a thing later on where um, if you kill an enemy with a big enough hit, they just essentially just jib and they're gone, right? But if you just shoot them normally, their bodies kind of like fall away and disintegrate. Yes. And, and they were still blocking bullets while they did that, while they kind of ragdolled around, right? Oh my god, I wondered. Hmm. But then I changed that to where they can, in, in this latest build, they, uh, they when they ragdoll around, they're transparent to bullets. So you can still, like, shoot right through. Now, with a shotgun, you can shoot right through a whole bunch.
Yeah, hit, yeah, yeah, yeah. That that is cool because like you get a couple behind a guy and you're hitting him with like a three round burst or something, and then say he's tougher, so it takes a couple, and then the first bullet of that three round burst gets him gone. But then there's someone behind him, you get two more on that guy. It's really totally. cool. Exactly. Yeah. Like yeah, you said, if, that's where you get that satisfaction. You know what I mean? Yeah, oh, it's such yeah. a tiny thing, but yeah, mm-hmm. it really helps. I think the satisfaction for me in this whole thing is just. When things explode, it's very colorful. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's so <laughs> cool. Out of these two little gifts here, the, the top the top one's my favorite, hundred percent. Like it's just yeah, dude. The colors on are insane. That's Thank the bouncy you. ball. I remember that. Yeah, yeah. Bearded just got that. <laughs> I know. I was using it for a player trying to find Cody. Yeah, and and making it look like a gumball machine was specifically mm-hmm. like okay. That's what I was like. <laughs> that looks like something. Yes. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. And then they kind of blow up like fireworks. It's it's mm-hmm. like it's really cool looking. It's just satisfying on all levels. Yes. The sound, the action, the the penetrating bullets, the special effects, the it's just just a satisfying game. It really is. The colors are so good. Thank you. Except yeah. That blink. Oof, that killed me when I first tried it. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't you I haven't got that far yet. I haven't touched a blink yet, but can't imagine. Yeah, that's that's one of the new things that I did too. Is that the items now drop at certain levels instead yes, of just I can the tell. whole drop table being available. Yeah. Like when you go from one to two, that the levels, and then you you get that with the drop box or whatever, where you can um, the mystery box, and you right click and you get choose out of it, which is cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a choice cube. I I choice wanted to cube, call this. I wanted to call those loot cubes or loot loot boxes, but I figured I'd better sense. not. Yeah, don't do that. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, they got loot boxes. Oh, no. <laughs> but they're free. They're free. You can get all the loot boxes. Right. And and because you only get to choose one out of three instead of getting all of them, that's like it's a whole so, different thing. Yes. It's you really got to think about it. It's pretty cool. One thing that I just realized watching these gifts, because I'm just sitting here with my hands in my, in that's my what I'm pockets, doing. just staring at them. I never realized before that the walls on the buildings actually reflected the lights as they exploded and things like that. It's not a detail I noticed oh, before, but it works wow. so well. I never, yeah. That's cool. Oh, thank you. Yeah, that's, um, the particles actually get lights put onto them uh, at, a, at a low rate. So that's why, yeah, that's a new thing. Yeah, oh, that, so I fun. just noticed that in that top GIF. The, the bottom one so as you're cool. firing it off, it just God. This is this is ASMR for your eyes. <laughs> yeah, it really is. Yes. Yeah. It's a really good thing that it's, we have an audio it's podcast. ASMR. Right. It's oh I, yeah, we should probably like ASMR. <laughs> just Google black ice game gifts and or, you'll just you'll never leave. You know how to see these gifts? You can go into Steam, you can go to our black ice store, That's and, buy the game, <laughs> and those gifts are inside the game. You just They're in your eyes the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> you can actually get into those gifts and do this yourself for the low, low yeah. price of twenty percent In fact, that is, that is actually you in the future. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> He's also a wizard. We didn't tell you that, did we? <laughs> we predict. You've got the game. So the... Um, speaking of wizards, I have a thing to talk about after that. But sure. uh, the, <laughs> the way that the, the... When the enemies die and they do drop all that confetti, that was... Um, because I played Hotline Miami and I loved That's how when you kill somebody, the blood is just everywhere yes. and it's <laughs> That's what it felt like. 
That's so cool. I was thinking oh. that earlier. <laughs> That's exactly the game I was thinking of earlier. Um, awesome. Yeah, that was the direct inspiration for making that, you know, the permanence of just saying like, ah, yes, I did this. Yes. Yeah, feels good. So the uh, you just said Hotline Miami immediately made me think of music. Did you compose the music or did you have somebody else? No. Yeah, I had um, a guy named V Axis, who's a German composer that actually made the music for my game. Okay, cool. Mm. But yeah, it's all original music. And, you know, um, for people that don't know, like it, it has two different levels where when you're fighting, uh, when you're just running around in the level, it's kind of chill music. But when you start a hack, um, it amps up and gets kind of. Mm-hmm. Yes. So back to the wizard thing. One of yeah. the new <laughs> <laughs> one of the new item types that I introduced um, is basically just magic missiles. Um, <gasps> magic missiles. Sorry, go ahead. Magic That's a running joke with us. So. Did you get that too? Oh, oh, is the the, the name of the um, are you talking about like the name of your items? Like yeah, magic they're missile? called seekers or... in the game. Yeah. I th- I think I did. It's again. It's been a little. It's been a minute. But I think when I first saw it, yeah, that was my first thought. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the idea was like, okay, so you have these guns and you're switching back and forth between guns. But like, what if you had other abilities that were on cooldowns so that they feel more like magic, but you have like, it's not just like a single cooldown. You may have like four charges of it and the charges have all the different, have, you know, they stack up the the less you use it, but then you can dump them all at once to do a whole bunch of damage. Um yeah, so so I have charge mechanic on those, and and you don't have to switch from your gun. So you could actually build a character with a whole bunch of those seekers on all of his buttons, and then just alternate the cooldowns. Yeah, tap them. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then not even have a gun, maybe. Oh my so god, that, that sounds so cool! Is ah! that, I'm guessing farther <laughs> in the game, or did you have you I put am. it in there yet? Uh, yeah, no, that's in. I you might have to be a uh those probably drop around starting level ten or fifteen. Okay, yeah, we're so, right yeah. around that. Me and Beardo are right around there. I am. Um, oh my I think god! My, I need this in my life. I think yeah. my build. Now, mind you, this was a while back. I haven't. I'm gonna make a new character probably tonight. Um, I think one of my buttons was I summoned this like big tanky bug guy. I can't. I don't. Yeah. Oh, I'm really Those bad are called names. Ghost in the Shellfish. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. 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 That's exactly. <laughs> tanky guys. Yeah. yeah and um, yeah, and then the rest crabs. of the rest of my buttons, I had those. Um, they're the items that take up RAM, but like they, they increase your overall. Stats of your gun. I am so bad at this right now. Anyway, they're not, <laughs> they're not actually usable. It's more like they're like upgrades that use your. It's like your a gray RAM. hat and stuff like that. They add like plus five the, damage or something. Yeah. The and, mods. Yeah. Passive. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Mods. Yep. I, I like those more than anything because while I play that, mm-hmm. like, you know, using items and abilities is really cool. But like, I just like the raw power upgrades. Yes. You pick one or two totally. really good guns that you like, and then the upgrades just help them. Mm-hmm. Totally. Yeah, and th- there's actually a new type of those that focuses one specific stat. So if you're going for like loot find, for instance, you can just stack up on a whole bunch of loot find mods, um, on top of. Wow. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm I gonna need to. I need to. <laughs> yeah, I got, yeah, I want to play again. <laughs> it's so fun. I want. I want. I want the uh, loot finder hat. I want one that's like a the Indiana Jones fedora. I can run around and. Oh my god, this belongs in a museum! <laughs> oh my. Speaking of hats and stuff, so we've seen the different enemies and stuff, but how did you come up with the 
oh what am i thinking like the character model of the actual player. <laughs> oh, the character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. me and Cody saw each other. We're like, what? yeah, we're like, whoa, this is not what we were expecting. <laughs> so that's a placeholder. Okay. Uh, <laughs> okay. Right. Um, it's it's a pill, y'all. Is what it looks. Yes, like. that's it's, exactly what it looks like. Yeah, it's the Unity default like capsule collider. That's actually like the best like physical. Thing for first-person shooters in order for you to like you know not f- get stuck on ledges and things that's why it's rounded the way it is but it's still vaguely human shaped you know? oh wow hmm. it's crazy yeah and of course i had the small to, details i had to slip a matrix joke in there and so the pills can be either red uh, or blue random yes <laughs> yeah bearded was red <laughs> I like the little happy but, face that's uh, on it though. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that was just because people couldn't tell what direction you were facing, so I had to add something. Oh, that's um, awesome. But yeah, the uh, you can change your color in multiplayer for that. But yeah, I, I do oh, actually cool. have a character model. Oh, I didn't. Even know um, that. for for Mako the protagonist. Um, mm-hmm. but I haven't actually put it in the game yet because I need to redo some of her animations, and I'm not really an animator by myself. Mm. Yeah, I can imagine. Takes Can we a ask lot. how realistic it like is it you're not you're obviously not gonna go like super hyper realistic with it, right? Or, or are you? No, she's pretty low poly. In fact, um initially she was too high poly and we had to like get down a little bit on that. Let me see if I can find one. I think is um I think I saw something in the uh, artwork tab or is it Yeah, that was there there's there's one on there, but that was actually the higher poly version. Yeah, I'll um let's see. Even though it's in the uh, 1990s, which have you all seen those the page. those visual modes that you can add? Oh. Mm-hmm. So if you go into the options, there's CRT mode, which gives the world yes. kind of a, a bend, and yeah, and they're just for fun, but um, yeah, they're ridiculous. So there's one that makes it look like a Game Boy, one that makes it look oh. like an old, <laughs> uh, you know, 320 by 240 with very few colors screen and one that uh, makes it oh, like a CRT. I'm going to have to mess with that. That's going to be fun. Mm-hmm. Now, is the one I posted in the links, is that what you're Yeah, that's about? in the 1990 mode. And that's gotcha. the higher poly version of the character. You can see how it's kind of smooth. Um, gotcha. Yeah. Like... Yeah, audio listeners. Yeah, it's going to be a rough day. From huh? the hair and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Unless well, uh, VR does his uh, YouTube magic and throws the picture. Oh, yeah, just throw up the you picture at this point. Man, I might. I mean, it plays perfect. Yeah, so th- this is temporary, but this is kind of what I was going to go for. I put it in the chat. Oh, kind of a yeah. gem sort of oh, look. Oh, that's yeah, it looks, more fitting. That. it looks like diamondy. It's kind of cool. All right, oh everyone, my stop God, posting I stuff. I don't want to edit too much. Yeah, no, yeah, that's really cool. Yeah, that's really cool. Just take a still picture of it. It looks cool. Or you could <laughs> go buy the here. game, and then when it's updated, you can see exactly. it. Exactly. There you go. Itch.io. <laughs> Black guys. You wanna you wanna see what we're talking about on an audio podcast? How about you walk through our paywall here? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah, I um I've been meaning to change up our layout because I actually do want to start making a little window for our Discord. So when we do link stuff, we don't have to be like, hey, audio listeners, by the way, and oh we're like, oh that's so cool looking. Oh, I wish everybody could see that. And then yeah. like, you know, it's all a work in progress. Uh, nothing's ever truly finished. No, especially with me. No way. I, oh, God. No, I change no, constantly. Let me just say, I understand that. 
<laughs> yeah, I can't imagine well, with your game. That's got to be crazy. So this is okay. So this is your only. This is your biggest and only uh, big development project. So you you've had no experience prior to this. You just kind of jumped into Unity, bare bones, or. So I used to the when I mm, let me phrase it this way. The when I learned programming, it was because I was in algebra class, everybody had graphing calculators, everybody had a TI-83, but I had a TI-86. So they had all these really cool games on them, but I <laughs> <laughs> but I couldn't play any of those games because they were all for TI-83. So they were like sharing games back and forth, and I had to download the source code for those games and punch it in manually. Oh, oh wow. wow. Yeah, but in doing games, that, you're like, I'm going to make my own. Totally. So yeah, and so I just started like playing around with that. And that that's when I got my start. But you know, I tried to make a little game in college. It didn't really go anywhere. Um it's kinda like Pokemon. Um, but I didn't sell it or anything, I never really showed it to many people. And then with this, you know, people liked it. I think just because I put it on the internet and people said like you should keep working on this, I want to see more of it, that's kind of what got me to keep that's really cool. Never underestimate the power of positive reinforcement, you know? Oh my gosh. Yeah, and it's just, I'm just susceptible to external uh, <laughs> influence. Peer pressure. Well, I mean, it's, Yikes. it's no. important yeah. for people. Especially negative. It's important for people that if you do enjoy something, you've got to say something. Leave a positive review, yeah. tell people about it, you know, things like that. So when CR messaged me and said that he had. Um, booked you for the podcast or whatever i just kind of went what oh my god i know the way that it happened so i want to give i want to give garrett some context here so okay uh this was maybe on episode god four five maybe and uh we were talking about the the packs and uh, the conventions and how much they cost and we were throwing out huge numbers we were totally wrong by the way everybody good job (laughs) um great and we made a joke, and I, I've been making a couple jokes within the past couple episodes as well, like, because uh, we, we we had talked to Garrett at PAX South, and we were jokingly, especially me, going, Gelf knew him a lot more than I did. I only talked to the guy once, and I was like, yeah, yeah, we'll just pull up our buddy, you know, Garrett Cooper, and we'll ask him, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, it's one of those things that it's kind of weird, because you're, I'm, I'll be asking, like, a stranger, like, hey, how much do you pay on this, blah, blah. But I was like, so, I, I'm so curious, I just want to know. And we're just chatting, and he's explaining all this stuff, and and then he's just like, "Hey, yeah, if you want me on your show," and I was just like, "Okay," and I'm, <laughs> I'm I'm sitting at a pool, you know, with my daughter, my feet are in the water, I'm sitting on my phone, and I'm just like, "Holy crap!" I just got Garrett Cooper come on the podcast. That's okay. wasn't expecting that. <laughs> not that, not that you know, you probably didn't want to be here, but you know, I just I figured that you were so busy that that was like the last thing I had expected. I. Was, <laughs> I, was, oh. I I mean, it never hurts to ask, right? But right, yeah, I mean, y- usually I am busy. And if you'd asked me like before I put the patch up, that would have been one thing. But now that right. the big patch is up and like RTX is next weekend and I'm pretty much ready for that, like, no, it's a great time. And and again, like like I said, I'm trying to humanize the game a bit more um, oh, instead you. of it being just like a faceless thing. So it helps to be on podcasts for sure. Yeah. Uh kind of silly that you say that because your game is literally all in cyberspace (laughs) (laughs) i mean that's one of the reasons i need to humanize it right yeah that's true yeah (laughs) we are not inside the matrix 
Yeah, and, or and are I knew y'all would be oh, cool. Yeah, or, oh. That's yeah, a simulation fun, trying I, to I, trick you. Yeah. <laughs> it was really fun. I'm glad I got to try out your game. I'm going to keep playing it for sure. It's a, it's insane. It's way more fun than I anticipated. Mm-hmm. And it is definitely replayable. I mean, it's one of those Very. games you can come home from work and, like I kind of joked about before, but I'm, ser- I'm serious now. Come home from work. Oh, that was a shitty day. I'm going to jump on Black Eyes, blow some spiders away, play exactly. some, like, Tron music super loud in the background and then turn yeah. that off so I can listen to the awesome shit that's in the game. Good you know, save. Good this save. might have happened. No, this might have happened before. I actually came home, I turned it on, I thought, <laughs> I'm just going to turn on some, you know... Wow. I um, do that with every game, the now I think about it. But then I always end up coming back to the, the game and listening to the soundtrack anyway, because it's like, oh man, this is so cool. <laughs> Thank you so much. So, so we have about 10 minutes left. I kind of... I just want to start asking like some other odd questions, game stuff. What was your, okay. Did you, were you keeping up with E3? I'm guessing. Yeah, I was, uh, I, I mostly was listening to podcasts about what was going on there. I didn't watch too much of it myself other than trailers. Right. Uh, what were you most excited for? Uh, honestly, the vampire game. Yes. <laughs> Because I played one of the original, or, or I guess the original Vampire the Masquerade back in the day, and I loved that game, even though it was janky and I didn't actually finish it because I was really young. But yeah, I was really excited. If you play it now, if you do go back to play it now, you've <laughs> got to get the unofficial patch just to make it playable. And it's worth it, but God, is it, it, it takes a lot of work to get it to, to function right, you know? Yikes. Yeah, yeah. It's um... worth it, though, 100%. Now we're talking about music because uh, for me, music is like I want to say literally in my lifeblood. I, I listen to music uh, like at work for you know eight to ten hours a day, and I listen to a lot of um, oh is um is Black Ice music on Spotify by chance or is that just on? Huh? No, I don't think so. I guess I could talk to somebody about that or the. So we have like kind of a weird contract where like he can still sell the. The soundtrack on Bandcamp, but I can sell it on Steam, and yeah, okay. it's kind of interesting. Oh yeah, I just well now that I know where to find it, I can now I can I think I can put it on as like a uh, Spotify allowed. Well, I don't know how this goes about it because it sounds like I'm stealing it, but I'm not. I swear to God, I'm not. <laughs> Spotify has this thing where you can upload the music that you want to listen to, but it's not for everybody. It's for you kind of thing, and that sounds really weird. So I could buy it off Bandcamp kind of thing, and I actually was just looking at Steam. Sure. Because I was like, oh, yeah, the soundtrack is on there for five bucks. Because um, I, I deliver mail. And when I'm walking around on the route, I just listen to some days I listen to a lot of heavy metal. And then some days I just listen to a lot of video game music. And, you know, it's, I know it's very polarizing. But... <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like fun. I listen to the Tron Legacy soundtrack when I code a lot. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Oh, my gosh. I just thought of something stupid. Um because Cody and I were we were looking at one of these clips the other day, um, JP from Grandma's Boy. No. Oh. <laughs> yep. <laughs> does, <laughs> he's got like that that like robot techno type music. music in yeah, the background. Like, does it scare you, or does it frighten <laughs> you? Uh, no, it's just really loud. <laughs> You'd like it if you had robot ears. Sorry. Oh okay. my god. <laughs> yeah. I know. I always. I always movie. talk about how I need to get like a dentist chair and a whole bunch of monitors <laughs> attached. To the leg, so I can lean like, back. 
<laughs> totally. Not, not, oh my god. I gotta watch that movie again. Get yourself a little yeah, Matrix that's hilarious. And everything. Oh my god. <laughs> All right, cool. I um, I don't see. This is gonna be one of those things where we're gonna wrap up at some point, and I'm gonna be like, damn it, I should have asked. You know, whatever, because I'm pretty yeah. much bone dry on questions. I, uh, I've gotten way more out of this than I thought I would ever get out of. Like, because it's really neat. I, my goal today was kind of get into the mind of a developer. Because you know, there's I, I'm derailing my own train of thought again. I'm just so mesmerized by this. I gotta look away from the screen. <laughs> Especially with a game that's as, I don't know. It's it's very abstract and unique. It's something that I've been really drawn to, and then to finally be able to kind of dig into kind of like what makes everything tick, as, as uh, I don't know, it's really really touched with me because I've actually been wanting to kind of make a game for a while, and I don't have any coding, um, experience, but at the you same time you actually don't need that anymore. No, there's right, yeah, there's all sorts of things you can do. Right, I um, you know, I've been I've dabbled a lot in Unity and the Unreal Engine. And it's it's one of those things I'm like, man, I need a lot of time for this. And it's some days it's a little overwhelming because, you know, I sometimes I work 10 hours and I, I walk almost I, I walk damn near 11 miles a day. So I'm just sometimes I'm just exhausted. Yes. And, you know, game development by any means is not easy. It takes a long time based on what we've seen, especially with these these solo developers. Like, you know, and it, it's 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 off putting in its own sense. But at the same time when you get a finished product or close and you, you know, people see it and interact with it and all that, like that, I think that would be absolutely cool. Just to, just to ha I like, I like to make things for myself. You know, if people like it, cool. But... Mm -hmm. My, uh, my friend CR calls or CR. Hi. C <laughs> <laughs> Hello. My friend, my friend Ezra calls that makers high. And because we've been oh. doing a lot of crafting lately, like, the miniatures and laying the boards and things like that when you're you know when we were kind of laying out the idea drawing out the the plan that's one thing but when you see it all come together and you see the boards start to look like boards and the nails start to look like nails and you're using your tiny minuscule hammer to actually pound the nails in <laughs> like that's a cool feeling like that's an insane feeling and it's so good and it's it I'm, i don't want to talk i don't want to speak for garrett here but that whole idea of having one of your ideas, like this campaign that we're building, that that's my story. And that's the something that I, that's the thing that I, it's digital, it's all digital. And then now all of a sudden I'm seeing it become a physical thing. That's a high that you cannot match. I don't, I don't right. think I've ever found anything that's similar to that. And I have to imagine that the game development is, that game development is very similar to that, where you see it happen, you see people playing it, you see people kind of, reacting to it you know you put it out in the wild on a leash but you know i mean it's i it, maker's high is what is what he calls it and i i it's amazing i love it i totally get that absolutely it's um i mean a lot of people will tell you that making games is the greatest game ever because there's so much like you're like okay well can i get it to the way that i want it to be and then are people gonna like it like that's kind of your criteria of it right um and and I also actually used to be a dungeon master, so I totally like. There are a lot of skills that transfer over there. That's mm. awesome. Okay, since you said that, you now have to go to Gelf's Twitter or Gelf. You have to post some stuff for him. You have to oh, see no. the stuff that they're creating. It is so. It's so yeah, I'd like to. I, you guys haven't seen the mausoleums yet. It's unreal. No, I haven't seen what that one yet. Done. No. It's 
it is so lifelike. It blows my mind. I'll it's... I'll post some pictures. Um, uh, I'll post some pictures in here actually, so you all can kind of get a look at it. But that's neither here nor there. That's for next podcast. <laughs> next one. Yeah, I was gonna say with the um, that maker's high. I I like that explanation because like my overall goal with making the coloring book finally after how was it four years of growing my skill <laughs> I've been a hot minute, I made yeah. a little you know a little five by five book that's 25 pages and I was like oh yeah I'm gonna put it up on Amazon and I did but I just I completely dropped interest because to me that was my final product and I was happy with what I had I just I had I set out what I set to do you know to do got my you little did book. what you set out to do yeah sorry I derailing my own uh, just having a hard time focusing today, apparently. Thinking ahead. We all want to yeah. go play Black Ice. That's well, yeah, that's exactly I what have it this, is. You have this gif off I see to the my gifs right. going, yes, yep. yes. And uh, yeah, oh, just once I got oh. the physical you know, copy in my hand, there was nothing else to do. I didn't want to market it. I tried a little bit, but I was like, I'm, I'm already happy. This is my final product. That's kind of nice, though, because you you're able to. I'm satisfied with it. Like a, yes, a lot of people are. They got to keep continuing. Yep. Yeah, especially. Yes, especially but, you. The thing with me, like if I started getting into game development and I made a game like Black Ice, I have you that have personality of, yep. I'd have that personality of, I want to constantly tweak it, not because like there's something wrong with it, but I, there is you a always want to make it feeling better. for me. Yeah. Was, yep. Oh yeah. Are you, is that how you are, Garrett? Do you, do you think that you'll reach mm -hmm. a point where you're just like, I'm, you know what? I'm okay. good. I, I will get to a point where. I can call it 1.0. Let me put it that way. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. Um, but yeah, no, I totally get like it. It is hard to keep um to keep up with the the wanting to push the game and everything. And and taking the game to conventions is really helpful for me. Um, having put out the patch and seeing that people like it has been really helpful for me. Um, but yeah, yeah. In general, just putting things in front of it and getting that validation of like, yes, I I did actually do a good job, and I need to keep doing more of a good job here. Um. But, you know, what they say in games is you, you really want to market it the entire time. Like, you can't wait until it's done and then start talking about it because no one will care at that point. Right. But if somebody heard about it, maybe they saw it at PAX a couple of years ago and they're like, oh, that game's finally out. We should play that this weekend with my friends. And maybe yep. then they tell their friends about it. Right. Like That's, that's exactly that's how that worked for Black Eyes. That's exactly how it worked. And yep. um, even then, what was it just last episode on the cast? Uh, Gelf was like, oh yeah, what was that one game? Um, it was like Metroidvania style from PAX, blah, blah. I still have all of my PAX cards. I walked in and found it. I was like, and that reminded me. I put it on my wish list. Waiting, I'm still waiting for it to come out. And I was like, oh, that's pretty awesome. That was yeah, huge. Can buy early no. access and enjoy it right now. Damn it. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, and that's why the game is, is cheaper now. Than, I mean, it's going to go up to $20 or, you know, $19.99 or whatever later. Um, but yeah, we'll probably do that once we get like a good amount of like quests. We're gonna the really all the biggest things that are left is the bounty system that I want to do, the quest system, which is basically just an enhancement to the bounty system, but with actual like plot and stuff behind it. And Eric's actually been doing a ton of writing on that. Um, uh, Eric being not a decimal, he actually used to write for the Matrix Online. Um, Whoa. Yeah. He, he he used to do the big like ARGs where he would pretend to be a bunch of different characters in the game, um, and then like he would take over one at a time, kind of like a like an agent was taking over them and talk to people 
Uh, and they Whoa. thought it was all scripted, but it was actually him talking to them. Oh my god, oh, that's wow. insane. Oh yeah, so he's, he's definitely got some bona fides. That's the kind of writing I want to do. Like, I've I've been writing different stories and narratives for games, campaigns, things like that for years. But the only thing I've got published is poetry, which is bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's cool, too. Gotta get traction yeah. somewhere. Yeah, yeah, maybe, I guess. But that's, um, that I, I love video game writing. Or what do they call it now? Narrative design, I think, is like the buzzword now. Mm-hmm. I guess. But <laughs> no, that's that's super cool. Quests and things like that. Yeah, so it's it's the quests. It's the um, I'm gonna be revamping the um, achievement system in order to encourage people to re-roll and make more characters. Mm. Um, so I'm actually gonna have it to where like if you beat the game with this particular uh, um, a, this particular perk setup, which you can only get only you can only get three perks per character. Um, but if you beat the game with that particular perk, then it will unlock maybe another perk that you can try out or another item or something like that, you know? Awesome. Yeah, uh, yeah. that way it, it it enhances the um, the play space of the game. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Some sort of like I max. I, just, I really like oh. unlocking things. <laughs> so, I do too. Yeah. It's satisfying. And it's also a, kind um, of a little bit of prestige, you know? It's like, hey, look at this. I've I've unlocked yeah. all of these. Oh, I'm that's this so far, cool. Yeah. I want to do that. Well, let's play together, you know, and level up and things like that. I really wish a lot more people would take the time to look around in the indie game pile. Because there's a lot yeah. of really hidden gems. Like, again, you know, walking the PAX floor. You know, there's there was a ton of games there. And they were all really good. But then, you know, you see this digital skull black bright pink purple blue. i was like oh <laughs> my goodness i have found the place for brandon uh <laughs> drawn my attention sorry i know i just we have to fangirl you're, you're here with us it's gonna happen it's so fun sorry um but we do have to wrap up unfortunately it's been an hour and 33 minutes Go team. Yeah, I know. I know. Quiet, waiting for the wrap up. I know. I um. Yeah, it's. I'm so glad that we got to do this, uh, Garrett. We. I absolutely enjoyed having you here. Um, please, for love of God, cool. feel free. If you ever want to jump on it, you know the time. You know the recording. You know it's all that. We'll be around. Um, work. You let's run through the links again to where they can find you and all your all your stuff. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, if you just Google, if you don't remember anything else and you remember the name Black Ice, just Google Black Ice Game and you'll find it. Um, but, yeah, everything else is um, like the Twitter is Black Ice, the game. The website is blackicegame.com. Um, but also for me specifically, there's superduperGC.com, which goes to the same place. SuperduperGC, uh, Twitter, Patreon. Um, yeah, and that's the best place to find stuff. Yeah, I am. We'll we'll have all the links. Uh, we're on YouTube, Spotify, and most recently, because uh, I was supposed to announce this at the beginning, and I totally spaced on it. So if you made it this far, hey, uh, we're actually on Plex now, um, which I think that's a that's another streaming service that also hosts podcasts as well. Like it's it's kind of like Hulu, but podcasts you, you are free. You did announce it at the beginning. Did you I? Did. Yeah, did I did. record it? See, that's what I want to. I'm curious. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I know we were talking about it, and then we started going. So, uh, it's whatever. But, um, yeah, you can find me at Console Required. 
we'll go down the list again, Bearded. Where can they find you? Um, on Twitter, I oh, know, just uh, Bearded XP. Yeah, and I'm uh, CMAX Survival on Twitter. No, no hyphen. I have that on the layout, and I forgot to change it again today. Oh, no hyphen. No hyphen. <laughs> no hyphen. <laughs> I didn't even and think about I'm, that. Um, I'm um, on Twitter. I'm at GelfTTV. I'm on Twitch, just slash Gelf. Um, I'm also on Discord. If you see me on, just say hi. If I don't respond, it just means I'm busy. I'm not ignoring you, I swear to God. <laughs> I've had a couple com- people come up to me. It's like, yeah, I sent you a message this morning. And you didn't get back to me. I, I'm busy. I have a day job. I'm Trust busy. me, you don't, you, don't, you don't want to get an answer from her. She's very mean. Also, Gelf has a Patreon. <laughs> She's been working very hard on her crafting stuff lately. So if you want to go support Gelf specifically on Patreon, please feel free. Is it patreon.com slash Gelf? Uh, yes, Please. but um, there's going to be quite a few updates coming up in the next uh, few weeks or two. So don't don't jump on that too quickly. Put it about halfway down your to do list. <laughs> gotcha. So what you should do with that instead is you should go to Steam or no, yeah, no, 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 itch.io. Itch.io. <laughs> check out Black Ice. It's uh, seriously, I it's it's a lot of fun, and I'm gonna play it later tonight. It, yes, after, me too. You know, after <laughs> I go get my car from a mechanic and after I go edit the video. And you know what? Uh, it's probably about bedtime. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh my you gosh. owe it to yourself to play this game. It, you, um, I know that sounds really cheesy, but it, it, it really is a fantastic it's game. It's so much fun. And it's well, not... Thank you so much. Of course. I mean, it, it's true. I'm not trying to blow sunshine, yeah. literally. It's, it's just legitimately... And I, we talk about it. That's how this all came about, is I started talking about it because I love the game. So, word of mouth works, guys. It really does. Yeah. Um, do you have any closing words, Garrett? Or Oh, yeah, I actually, I forgot to mention earlier, the Discord is actually the best, like, place for the game. So it's actually discord.gg slash black dash ice, or just Google black ice discord. Um, it's, I'll link that as well. we have like a very nice little community that like, you know, we moderate so people aren't mean there and all that. So it's, it's just a nice place. Cool. Yeah. That'll be, um, I'll put that at the top of the link list. So, and I'll, I'll put in little quotes. Best way to get a hold of Garrett. <laughs> so. And Hi, maybe everybody. a little too much oh. of me. Cause I'm there like way too often. Hey, there you go. Or even better, you know. So, anyway, uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, we're on YouTube, youtubecom slash required Patreon. Um, oh, yes, thank you to our patrons, Time Jumper, Risu. We always appreciate you guys. Yay! Yes. Yeah, thank, thank you guys. You yes. Um, yeah, we're on we're on Plex. I don't know the link to that. I have to. Like that's a. Plex links are weird. We'll, that's we'll have a, to figure it out. Well, it's it's more of a mobile service. Like when I try going yeah. on my desktop, it doesn't exactly function the same. Like I can't find our link. So just just look up the required podcast, and you'll be able to find it. So anyway, thanks for listening, everybody. We will see you next Sunday. Bye. Bye. Bye, everyone. Thanks again for having me. You're wonderful. So awesome. You're breathtaking. Welcome. You're breathtaking. breathtaking. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs>